Welcome back to the Life Recovery Podcast. It's Serena Hussein here, and this week I'm going to be talking about getting better at life. I want to talk about what, well, how, how our work can improve, what do we need to improve it, and then what else in our life that we really sort of prioritize, um, what else in our life that we prioritize actually benefits from this new I would say, revised approach to life. So let's get better at life together. I Again, I am Serena Hussein, the producer, presenter, host of this podcast, Life Vocabulary, which is also a website and your guide for holistic living. The website by, I, I think, March will be available. So do check that out, lifevocabulary.com. Let's get into this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Whether you're listening on YouTube or anywhere else, um, let me know where you are listening from. And if you want to find out more from me, then I am on Patreon. I am also on Instagram and you will find another YouTube channel where I tend to vlog. So what... How am I getting better at life? There's an approach, sorry, there is an approach to work which I think I tend to skim over and it's about deep work and that is I think a a sort of a coined by Cal Newport who wrote a book called Deep But Work quite some time ago I've had the book the paperback but I if I'm honest it's it was one of those books that I dipped in and out of and only recently returned to on Audible, shout out Audible, who asked, no I'm just kidding, they're not sponsors of this episode, but soon come, soon come. So deep work, rules for focused success in a distracted world. So my takeaways of it um, so far, I say so far because even though I've dipped in and out, um, I haven't read it from sort of start to finish and I've just started to to tune in on Audible and what I'm grabbing so far is that there is a thing called shallow work where you can be distracted and be working on something and never really getting into something with enough depth without distraction to really reap the rewards or the outcomes that you like. So let's look at some examples and I'll give you some of my examples where I think I've been doing a lot of shallow work rather than deep work. Um, And I think it's because I'm trying to multitask too much and accomplish too much. And this is an opinion that others have of me and have had of me that, gosh, Serena, you are doing a lot, perhaps too many things. Um, And I think that there is some truth to that. But I think I think that if if time is chunked in the right way, then the multiple things can receive the sort of attention and the deep work that they need in order for there to be sort of results if you like and I hate speaking in the sort of productivity results deliverables kind of 
um, way and mode but you know that is essentially if you're a content creator a creative if you're trying to accomplish something then you know that's you know results it's all about results you know we are sort of in a results driven world but that you know the same goes for uh, fitness yes we want to feel good in the moment and as a yoga teacher I don't really approach yoga with like oh I want to like have amazing arms at the end of this I know as a byproduct my arms will continue to be amazing but I'm doing yoga more for the feeling and the sense of alignment so that's a different sort of uh, practice but other things, you know, if we're in business or we're, we are students or we are working towards something, yes, we, we are seeking a result. And so if we are not devoting sort of chunked time, if you like, like chunks of time where we are not going to be distracted, um, we will not be doing multiple things or allowing sort of other things to come into our, sort of disturb us and disrupt us like our phones or other colleagues, um, sorry, colleagues or other people around us, then, you know, if, if, if we're not going to allow sorry, if we're going to allow for all of those things to disrupt us, then we're really not going to experience deep work. So um, I, uh, when, when I'm working, when I'm working, I still have my email open. And when I'm working, I will have my phone screen up. And I'm not sure if that's helpful. And I don't think it is. I think that when I'm working, I like to chunk out time where there are no calls, no meetings, um, no messages, no emails, everything will go on mute. Um, When I do it that way, um, yes, that sort of thing that I'm writing or planning or the sort of one-to-one conversation that I need to have with someone has the depth that it needs and it requires for it to be valuable for it to really have the kind of magic that I really want it to have same goes for studying I try to do things in stolen time and do my research and study now here and there but honestly it's just if if I'm not sort of you know, sitting in a library, I remember back in the day as a student and, you know, even when in my, I'm in my research mode um, in, in, in a sort of a professional library setting where you know that's, you know, it's, it's time to be quiet, your phone's going to be inside, you're going to put it away, you know that you've got an hour before you're hungry, you're going to go for that coffee or that meeting or whatever, or do the school run, that this is a, you know, a time for you to just sort of knuckle down and you enjoy it. And I do enjoy it. I'm not getting those periods of time, are you? I really am not. Um, So again, that's another example of not really getting sort of the deep work. I've been trying to get some progress with my guitar and piano playing and practice and you know I thought doing five, ten minutes a day, at least five, ten minutes a day is really going to it's really going to be like it's going to it's going to mount to something I think five ten minutes a day if you're doing three practices longer practices in the week um you know as long as you're doing this three long practices 45 minutes at least three times a week um then the those five to ten minutes 
daily will mount to something you're kind of reminding yourself it's like a revision of what you've learned in those longer practices and lessons if I'm not devoting 30, you know, 45 minutes to an hour um, to practice uh, and learn and learn music as well because I want to learn to read music and I've stopped it I've started and stopped so many times I keep having to go back to the same page again and it's because I'm not approaching it in a deep work sense I'm not ch- sort of chunking time or committing time and so this is starting to you know um get really get in the way of the kind of progress I want with the website that I've been trying to get up and it is getting up there soon it will be available but probably hopefully by the time you're listening to this if not you know definitely by March um there's so many things that you know actually I've had a lot of tech issues as well which have sort of been in the way and I've been really devoting my time and energy to my mental health and my health and my daughter um those are my sort of priorities every Everything else sort of comes away second, third, fourth, fifth. Um, but I'm just not getting, I'm just not getting that sort of devoted time. So it's, um, yeah, like I'm not, mm, yeah. So <laughs> I think you get the picture. I think you get the picture. So now that I'm starting to shift, 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 shift my mind set when it comes to work, I'm excited about it. Actually, I um, did it this evening I had my phone away I was not on clubhouse I was not on social media I wasn't on YouTube I was listening to a composition and I spent 60 minutes on uh, you know a piece of work um, actually that was home related um, some sort of DIY stuff that I just really needed to complete done done and, and it was done with joy because I was just focused I was in the zone and that's exactly what I needed and it's actually making me feel competent and so simple right it's making me feel competent and then looking forward to the next chunk that I'm going to be doing when I wake up nice and bright and early um so what this has highlighted for me then is that you know and and I've used the Norman Cousins sort of quote about sort of dynamic work and dynamic rest and I'm not being dynamic with my rest so the second part of this episode I want to talk about uh, and then there's going to be a part three as well so the second part or the second point is having time for rest is really getting helping me get better at life because without adequate rest um, I can't feel productive or good or great about all the wonderful things that I am doing and want to do or what I'm trying to sort of fit in in and around my priorities which are my mental health my health and my daughter so I had to do that today it's Friday the 25th of Feb and I am late with content because eh, it's just not happening at the pace that I want it to because I'm you know just having to put other things before work at the moment um, as well as my hobbies and creative interests so time for rest suddenly sort of took like a well I'll rest when I get the chance and I had the chance and I didn't rest so actually taking time out I love my routine so much I was talking about this on my Patreon actually I love sort of my productive routine and getting up at the same time every day like around 6am and just sort of just 
plowing through the day but not not in a crazy sort of way but still I love that I love that routine but it is quite tiring and it can be quite tiring mentally I, I like that discipline but there are times when I need to sort of break from it and have a day off and I get, had to sort of forcefully give myself that so time for rest is actually going to help me get better at life the last thing actually that I'm, I'm kind of motoring through this episode now but the last thing is is for me to get better at relationships I found that by firstly approaching my work and priorities in a more focused way and then allowing time for rest and rejuvenation was having I'm talking about these things as if they've just happened actually I've been sort of like working with these sort of methods and concepts for a week or two or three, um, I've, I've found that those two things are starting to make me better at relationships because I'm feeling less, less anxious, not as anxious. Um, it's helping manage my anxiety, my thoughts, I, um, you know, for instance, my yoga practice is deeper. My meditation is deeper. The time at home feels more valuable. And so as a result, as a result, I am seeking connection in a less messy way. It's not an escape. Relationships are now feeling more meaningful because I'm not escaping anything. Isn't it really quite telling how if we can sort of manage our focus and attention and our well-being better it can help us to be much more present in our relationships and then and then um, actually provide a great experience of the other person that you're spending that time with rather than it being a distracted sort of frenzy frenzied sort of um, moment because if we're on the go 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 um, that time with with others and you know in in those relationships actually get they kind of mirror who you are and so when I say, you know, and when people say, you know, your relationships can reflect who you are, they can also reflect your state. Of course they do. And so I've found that my relationships are starting to improve uh, family ones, friendship ones, because I am just really uh, tuning, tuning up and getting better at life and then I think that things can be put into perspective the yucky stuff about relationships that where relationships aren't perfect and people aren't perfect and our histories and our baggage can complicate things and whilst you know we have to or we do rough you know have to sort of take into account those things like history and baggage in order to heal or move forward I think there's also space for us to have a moment where we say that is done this is now and how 
can we enjoy this because that can't be changed and that's not everything there is that you know there are also other things that inform our relationships and who we are right now rather than just our pasts yes the you know our pasts do inform a lot of who we are but they don't have to dictate everything and I know I'm speaking cliches but but there's something quite important there for us to remember because we can just become so highly conscious of our past and things that took place or may take place and it sort of gets us on a bit of a hamster wheel when we are approaching life and I want us to get better at life Um, because I want that for myself and I want that for others I think there's a way for us to kind of find a bit of salvation like a little bit of a refuge a bit of a break from all the personal development work and trauma healing work and everything will get its time healing is happening healing happens in relationships it happens when we don't have our foot on the pedal as well so maybe just give yourself a break give ourselves a break give others a break nothing's perfect if we are approaching life I think in a slightly sort of more tuned up way and we're in better tune with ourselves things sort of can slowly sort of improve and maybe with um, with that sort of a backdrop um, then what's going on in relationships and conversations and in terms of boundary setting or um, knowing how to respond rather than react you know maybe that will sort of improve I, I believe it will because if your backdrop or your um, sort of like the foundation if you like um is is a little bit more sort of like calmer and grounded um from sort of like approaching your sort of own personal activity day to day in a more uh grounded and conscious way then of course I think then when we are spending time with others and experiencing others it will be different I think it it's got to be different try it out if you don't believe me um, but do believe me give it a go give it a go because we do deserve to get better at life and for life to be greater better despite everything going on in the world despite everything that has gone on and has happened um, we've still got to we've still got to get the best from uh, what we have right now you know yes things are going on globally but what's going on locally right now with you in your little microcosm your world your sort of um, family your network what can you do there not about sort of suddenly needing to fix things or do things or whatever but just you know enjoying what you have and feeling in that sort of space of okay you know I am feeling lovely and loved and perhaps others are as well because you are feeling that way and then you are in um, you know in relation to them you're having time with them so I think that um, that can send wonderful ripples wonderful ripples out into the world and it can just make us feel better about ourselves because we deserve to feel better about ourselves and hopeful um so that's my getting better at life episode for this week on the life at cavalry podcast i thank you much 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 i always say this i always struggle for my closing because i'm not scripted 
but I do I do thank you a lot <laughs> that's what I want to say a lot or muchly I thank you muchly uh, for tuning in again and showing support I have been rebuilding my content and I'm having to really uh, fine tune how I deliver it in order to make it sustainable so this was just an audio episode with no visuals but you know I listen to YouTube I listen to things on YouTube and uh, well let me get this right I listen to things like audio um, content and when I'm watching content on YouTube I'm not necessarily looking at the screen so let's give it a whirl let's give it a whirl and if you would like a little bit more visuals then head over to my other YouTube channel or uh, which is Serena Hussein or to my Patreon of course take care take care I will see you soon you'll hear from me soon again see struggling for a closing bye